Holy shit, welcome back to the Tim Vaxelbaum Show. This is episode 62 of the program, and I am coming to you uh, fucking nervous as fuck again for my own pocket. What? I don't know, I guess I'm flustered because I'm just making sure I got everything going right. Yes, we're good to go. The checklist complete. This is not, this is not an interconnect intercontinental flight man you're just doing a podcast man relax man the self-talk that's what i do on this podcast is called self-talk with tim weichselbob i get nervous just saying my own last name because i don't know how i'm gonna pronounce it like i'm gonna say weichselbom or weichselbom or how people say it who don't know me enough they pronounce it weichselbom and, you know, I absorb it. I just go, yeah, you don't know me very well, but that's okay. We're just acquaintances, if you pronounce it that way. But if you look closely, the C-H actually goes before the S. So in uh, the Germanic, in, in fucking, it's, it's not Weichelbaum is the point I'm making. Anyway, we're going to do a quick monologue. Holy crap, we got our co-host, or contemporaneous co-host, whatever you want to call it, joining us again. And he will chime in on these quick uh, topics if he has any, like, things that he wants to say. I mean, you know. So I'm 42 days off of weed and porn. Thank you. Hope that was enough time for you to stand out of your seat and fucking, uh, fucking do something of applausatory, congratulatory. Thank you. It is difficult, and I am proud of myself. Porn, that part, yeah, that's not hard. I could just, it doesn't include jerking off. I'm still allowed to jerk off, and that is fun a few times to do without porn if you've, if you've not done it for 42 freaking days. Pretty much takes about a minute or less, and it's fun to just see how short it takes as a 33-year-old man to be like, hey, it's still working pretty well if it only takes like 60 seconds to coom, to not even porn, to just like just the feeling, to just, hey, that's fucking, this is fucking crazy. And it takes 60 seconds, so that means I'm still a very virile young man, and my sperm is worth its weight in something. Titanium? I don't know. Maybe not gold, but... Fuck it. I hate when people try to... But anyway, I'm not going <laughs> to go on a rant this early. Anyway, my dopamine levels are in the shitter. I'm trying to get dopamine naturally now that I'm not using, you know, quick fixes like uh, weed and porn and food. I'm also uh, fasting at the moment. That's why I'm so clear-spoken and taking time to form my thoughts. Thank you for joining us, uh, fellow new subs. Thank you for the new people that subscribed since the last episode. Anyway, so yeah, I'm st- I'm not doing dopamine naturally, except for Adderall. I, st- I need that to get out of bed because my life is empty. So once I'm established, uh, I probably won't need the Adderall. We'll see. I'll keep you posted. That's part of this podcast. Is what we talk about. Is like. Self-improvement. I, I, it's like a, a journal. It's a live journal. Anyway, one, one of the natural ways I've been getting dopamine is sunlight. And today was a very fucking weird day. I woke up at 8 a.m. because I was fasting. 
And when you're doing a prolonged fast, you don't need as much sleep. Your body is like in, what do you call it? It's like in like a fucking emergency mode. It's like, oh, we're not wasting energy consuming all the fucking shit you just ate. So we're going to use that energy to regenerate and be more optimal. So I woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I had to go pick up Adderall. Uh, so I went to this the pharmacy, and they were closed, and they weren't going to open for an hour and a half. So I had to kill a whole hour and a half in central Austin, which is not where I live. That's like 20 minutes from where I live. So I was like, I'm not going to drive all the way back. So I was like, what the hell am I going to do in Austin in the middle of a beautiful Sunday morning? And I was in Mueller area, so I just went to Mueller Park. Correct me if that's not the right pronunciation. I know a lot of people are very passionate about pronouncing things wrong, and uh, I'm one of them. So feel free to grammar Nazi me on that one. Anyway, so I went to Mueller Park, and I just sat in the sun. I took it in, and it it was great. So I got a little bit of redness going you know a little bit i'm trying to not be the same color as the fucking wall behind me because like i'm it's bad enough that i am white ideologically do i have to also be like that fucking white at first because women they don't they they accept me for who i am but they don't they'd prefer somebody tanner anyway so it was great so i got a lot of natural dopamine from the sun Another way that I get dopamine naturally these days is the small things in life. Like, I went to HEB. Oh, that's another place I haven't been in a long, fucking like over, in over a year. I just usually get it delivered. But anyway, I was like, you know what? You need ice, you're out of ice cream, the essentials. I just usually just get the same fucking shopping cart of food every time I go to the fucking. My diet consists of the four staples. Ice cream, pecans, which I put in the ice cream to add texture, which is fucking delicious, to add crunch, meat, and cheese. That's it. The four fucking essentials that I needed. Toilet paper, yeah, I just get that shit delivered. I make somebody else deliver my toilet paper because I'm a fucking one percenter. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. So anyway, I was at the HEB and I was like, that's a good parking space. And it wasn't even my parking space. Somebody else, as I was walking into the store, pulled into a great park. Actually, it was when I was leaving the store. This matters. Because if I was getting into the store, I would have been jealous. I would have been like, fuck, I could have parked there? So that would have been the opposite of a good time. It was when I was leaving. So I was like, oh, I'm, I, I, I'm getting home. I'm getting, I got what I need. And then this guy in a pickup truck got a great parking space and i was like hey good for you so even that is what is one of the healthy ways that i'm recovering from my deep psychological addiction to you know porn weed and what else and food those are three things that we just covered so anyway michael malamud is with us again he's a austin comic he's been here for a long time longer than me He's old Austin, so he hasn't said anything yet because he's fucking resenting. He just resents all these fucking coomers coming in on their fucking high horse on a Tesla, in a Tesla, you know? And then they just go around thinking that they could just talk about the local fixtures of the city. 
And, uh, you know, he's back. Okay, so another thing, he doesn't talk yet. He can talk whenever. You're allowed to talk. Oh, Thank the fuck. Thank you. You seem very relaxed. It's good to be here. Really? Compared to last week, I mean, I just rem- I just know that you came from a fucking, you came from a float. Mm-hmm. So compared to me, you seem like very sedate. Mm. Like a lake. I don't <laughs> feel that way. Oh, okay. You're just, you do look that way, so we, but... It's an act. It's an act. Well, mm. this is not a place to act. This is a very genuine <clears throat> podcast. Oh, but I'm acting sincere. I'm doing my broadcaster voice, but that's only because I just like to do that. Also, I don't have a real voice. We tried that out. At all? We actually actually tried that on a previous episode. I tried like just talking how I normally talk to like my mom. Mm-hmm. Like just do your normal voice, and I don't have one. How do you talk to your mom? Tell me you love me. I don't say that to my oh, mom, so that's right. a bad example. <laughs> that would come out very forced. That's hilarious. That you, that's the that's what you think I say to my mom. See, that's why I do this. That's why I do comedy. That's why I have uh. a weird. That's why I'm so fucking angry at people that have nothing to do with me. I wonder who's more angry, you or me. Ooh, good question. Yeah. Probably varies on a day-to-day basis. I don't know. It's not. It's, do you have a baseline that you're always angry? Are you like always a little Yeah, angry? but but maybe not at every other at other people. It's, yeah, it, no, no, no. Just like do you wake myself, up a little angry? Maybe not. A, I don't know. Because it's usually sometimes it's just like despair. Maybe okay. not anger. Anger. Oh, despair. Yeah. Anger, I think, is more of like a motivator despair. to actually do shit. Anger actually motivates me to do things. Um, who's the last person you said you lo- I love you to? A comic <laughs> that I barely know. Really? Yeah, because that's how I operate. Like a like a someone you look up to, or what? He looks okay. Let me. Who the fuck was this? I don't. I don't even remember who it was. But it was somebody yeah. that was very nice to me. And fuck, did he say I love? Did he say it first? I think so. Yeah. No. Okay. It was a comic that is just started. A dude in his like fi- in his fifties. Uh, he won't listen to this. So it doesn't matter if I don't remember his name. But he's very—he was very supportive of me, and he said that he respect. He—he's a fan, basically, is what he said. Mm-hmm. And he said I love something like that, and I was like, I love you too. <laughs> nice. That's what you say to your fans. Yeah, I say uh, thanks for the love. Thanks for the- <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a more uh, legitimate. I don't know. It's probably oh, a no, more I've said reasonable, I love you, but it feels very strange to say I love you to strangers. Yeah, I don't typically do that unless I'm having sex with them. No, I don't have sex with strangers. These days, I just brought up a weird like. These days, have saying something intimate during sex is probably like a faux pas if it's because usually sex happens with people that you are not in an intimate relationship because we live in a fucking hookup culture yeah because we live in brave new world is that what yeah they is that what uh, predicted hookup culture i don't know i haven't seen oh yeah i haven't seen that world man i just saw a uh, a rogan clip about it but it's not a new idea that brave new world is happening you know the book I know of it, hmm. but it's this dystopian future where everyone's constantly being entertained and constantly 
watching things and everything's flooding you so much that um, you don't even, the the government doesn't even need to worry about controlling the people because they're controlled by the fact that they're just constantly um, distracted. And uh, one of the features of it is they are all having sex with each other different person every night they're like almost assigned to each other it's a good book oh, okay yeah um so yeah okay well it's a good book what I, all i had to say about it was that we it's weird to say i love you to somebody that you're fucking unless it's you know unless you love them unless they love you back it's awkward to spring that on somebody that you're just having sex with for the first time probably it is also weird to fuck somebody Period. That's what makes it be fun. Yeah, uh, I think it's not that is what I, makes it fun. Is it? It's weird if you think about it. Yeah, that's when true. That's primal, true. When you're in the moment and you're actually excited to be doing it, then it's pretty awesome. Then it's like feels right. Feels like the most right feels thing extremely ever. Extremely right. To that's be true. honest, I think it's like the least weird thing that you could do as a person when you're when it's good. I think that's my problem, probably. Not too much thinking, not enough fucking. Wait, that's your only problem? No. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, like, that's my problem that I got to work on in mm. life. No. Because I have many problems. I, you know, I would never just say, oh, that's my problem. I would say, that's one of my problems. That one is number 17. What is it again? Too much thinking, not enough fucking. Too much thinking. Yeah, well, if you're pent, if you're like me and you're not looking at porn for forty-two days or jerking off, you're gonna pretty much not think about it. You're just gonna be pretty much just going like, can't wait to come. Yeah, isn't that weird? How you like don't need it that much? Um, yeah, once you get over the hump of like withdrawal, and once you assimilate back to, yeah, you could actually. I don't know. I never really... I'm still not quite there. I mean, I still have lust, but... Yeah, who do you lust after? 20-year-old does, women. Really? In general, yeah. Who does Tim... Uh, <clears throat> you can say my name. Tim... <clears throat> oh. Who does Tim... He's trying to uh, say. He's trying to prepare to say. Lust after. What kind okay. of... What body type? Um, um, okay. Does it matter? Yeah, Jew. I like petite. Ooh, Jew. Yeah, same, you know, or anything. I mean, yeah. I'm very... You like to feel like it's a relative a little bit. Not, I guess I am picky, it. but but I'm not that picky. But, like, I like blondes, but, like, I don't know. But Blondes? Really? That's an easy answer. You go classic? classic. Yeah, I like them because they're, like, they're usually... Because it's classic, yeah. Like, it's, it's like, fucking old school. I don't know. It's like Americana. And well, like, also it's like the 50s, like Marilyn Monroe. For sure. Yeah. It's also I could do that. it predates America. It's like Swedish, it's like, you know, Scandinavian, like I don't know. Of course I it's something about their Scandinavian. It's hot as fuck. My goodness gracious. But are I you think, okay with tall ones? Do you need them to be shorter than yeah, you? Yeah, that's a problem. I have never I mean I don't lust after tall chicks that often. I I do sometimes, but it's just like it just doesn't match me. Um, I lust after any good pair of. Let I me mean, to be honest, any good body part. It any doesn't matter pair, what size the what? woman is. Feet. Okay, I'm, I'm just talking about like this very the ones that I'm. In. I'm not into. I'm not into feet. No. Okay. 
Am I interrupting you too much? No, I'm trying to think if there's like a main, th- if there's a topic to go back to. Mm, nope, this is a good topic. Never. We could just keep exploring until we get down to the nub. But to be okay, I did want to go back to how I am very into petite women, but also I figured out something about myself. I have only pretty much fallen in love with uh, Jewish women. Shocking, I know. As somebody who has a resentment towards all Jews walking the planet, isn't it so surprising that I have a fucking fetish for them at the same time? Not in the least. It's not the most yet. Jewish thing I've ever heard. I'm trying not to bring up, go on that topic too much because you know, obviously, we're not going to get any get any views or monetization if I keep talking about Jewish problems or the Jewish question. But we're <laughs> we're we're so Jewish. We're like the Jewish answer. I mean, I'm I'm full-blooded, and you are a half-breed, but (laughs) you're, like, more Jewish than me in personality. You're irritable and disagreeable (laughs) Disagreeable. unsavory. How about this? Fuck you (laughs) for saying I'm disagreeable. I explore every option. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Keep going. No, I like that. Keep going. What else am I that's Jewish? Sorry to um, interrupt. Entitled. Entitled? How dare whiny. you? <laughs> How whiny. the fuck am I entitled? Whiny and Okay, whiny's fine. I'll take rich. that. Rich. Rich, <laughs> I, I, I earned that. Yep. Thank you. Rich. Yep, intelligent, brilliant. Okay. Yep, original, creative, and funny. What a, it, what, thank you. Yeah. What am I entitled to, in your opinion? Uh Oh, just everything. Slightly lower. Yeah. Um, just, uh, you know, maybe I am, you come out and you're like, you come out and you're like standing on the patio of the Creek and you're like, (laughs) why doesn't everyone love me? (laughs) I don't get it. Do you get that from me? Do you actually think that I think that that's not the question you're asking superficially? That's not like the question that comes out of your mouth, but it's the deeper question. Hmm. Well, we all want people to love us, you know? Of course, I want yeah. to be loved. Yeah, that's true. But I think I've reckoned with the uh, fact that not everybody's going to love me. I don't know yeah. if I, you know, um, what I've done a good job reckoning with that. That's I think yeah. that's served you. Yeah, I think I'm fine with that to some extent. As long as enough people, as long as somebody fucking gives me respect. See, <laughs> there it is. You need it, right? So that's yeah. what I'm. That's what it is. Is I need at least somebody to respect me enough and then i could put it aside and not act like an asshole then i'll be like yeah fine. oh you become i'll when be content you, when you realize that someone likes you you become like a a darling like of course You're like life of the party yeah and i want You're that a hen, a so ham. don't you want that respect well what you just said like being the darling like being accepted in a community you know or even a club, just one comedy club. How about, or just one fucking place. You don't have that? I'm. He's his own person. Uh, I'm ambivalent. I, 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 I want it. And then. Isn't that kind of. And then when I get it, I get pissed. And then when I don't get it, I get pissed. I, I want everything that I don't have. I want everything that I have. You know? All, all of, all of life is fucking okay. wanting. It's all just wanting all the time. And I mean, you get, and then you want the other thing. That's what it is. It's exhausting. 
Well, I'll be. I mean, I'm very honest on this podcast. Of course, I would want to have more respect in the local in the in the comedy world. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like pretty much every comic wants that. But, yeah, I like respect, but there's a limit to it. I don't need to be uh, Dave Chappelle. You know, I don't, I don't. I just want enough where I fit in. Dave Chappelle's Jewish. I. He has some Jewish qualities. Well. He's the opposite of a Jew. I, uh, can you elaborate on that? He is probably the same as Kanye in the sense that he's dealt with G. <laughs> he knows a lot about yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, might he know does more not about wanna... them than I do. And he had a joke about that. He just said, these are not my opinion. Like, just, just say this, Kanye, and you won't have gotten it. Because obviously that means that well, you could infer- he agrees with Kanye. He's oh, worked with fucking scumbag, definitely. greedy Jews like me. So he knows what Kanye's gone through. And that's why he's the opposite of a Jew. And you because know, he's literally too- from Africa and Jews hate black people. Okay, that was too much. We're going to edit all that out. This is the first time we're ever going to edit anything out. Just kidding. Go ahead. You know what? Um, you, you know what's interesting about you? That's oh boy, here we go. about all interesting Let's people? Let's do this. Um, Brace yourself. You think the world of yourself and you also have extreme extreme negative uh feelings towards whoa, yourself whoa whoa okay you, i thought you were gonna say <laughs> what do you think i, was I almost say? fully extreme agree. views <laughs> no you're right i do have like whatever you just said i self-hate yeah like you'll you'll say like the part i take issue with is i think the world of myself is that true definitely I know that I have certain talents. It doesn't mean I think I'm like uh, all encompassingly good. Only in show business and finance and many other sectors. Right. But not everything. Yeah. I'm not good at talking to. I'm not good at like raising kids. Maybe I am. Yeah. Okay, you fine. You're right. You're you fucking right. Could. But that's part of being Jewish. And you're yeah. right. And. That's what we're good at. We're- You're right. This podcast is too Jewish. It's like what they said. That's what they said about Seinfeld when they wrote that pilot. Oh, really? Yeah, they said it's too Jewish. It, it was. It is. And it, it still holds is. up, though, so fuck them. Yeah. And so is Curb. But Curb is more Jewish. And that's what makes it... Who cares? Like, it's funny. Um, yeah. Jewish stereotypes. Yeah, I've never been able to talk about being Jewish on stage. They hate it. They don't want to hear it. They hate it, and I do it anyway, and it's a bad thing that I do it. How come everybody else is able to talk about it? The average um, fat Italian can go on stage and be like, Jew, and it gets a laugh. But it, but me, th- I go up and I say some shit about my experience. Does it always get a laugh? It depends on the room. Oh, my God. Yeah, it depends. It's the most hack-ass, fucking easiest... Yeah, it, of course. Some and it of, always gets a laugh. Sometimes it feels. How come I can't be a hack? That's all I'm asking. Sorry. Okay, sorry. You're good. Continue. Um, I was gonna say, like, sometimes it does feel hack when you just pull an easy cut line out of the air, like, oh, because it's Jew, like something like that. But since I'm so passionate about the topic, mm-hmm. some of my bits are less hack than others. Some of them I can get away with because they're actually. You're not a hack. Well. It, Every comic has hack lines that they say sometimes, and that they avoid saying, and that and that they know or that they know work. Mm-hmm. But they and then you feel like a hack when you 
use those lines, but when you actually chip away at the real uh, thought that you have, the deep feeling that you're trying to convey, that's a real bit. That's what a real bit is, and Louis C.K. has a great analogy where he says, yeah, he has all these bits that are like easy, and they're like whores. It's like, yeah, I'll use you when I need you, mm-hmm. but you're not really what I want to fuck. His yeah. real bits are the ones that take a lot of work to work out. One, uh, That's what I'm trying to uh, learn from his book, because he has a lot of experience, and he's one of my heroes in stand-up. Yep. He's the reason I got on stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah? I don't think... I would have never gotten on stage. I don't relate to that. I don't relate to, like, oh, I got on stage because of some other big figure in comedy. I just Mm -hmm. did it out of whatever. I just did it. Yeah, no, he had a huge, huge impact on me. But you're, but back to what you said, I still want to go back to that about how you said, I think the world of myself, yet I have these this extreme self-hatred, or mm-hmm. however you phrased it. Um, yeah, what that's inter- That's true, kind of. I think there's, there's, that's the thing about narcissism, I think. It's like, and another thought I had is like, all Jews are a little bit narcissistic, I think. Yeah, pretty much. We're not all of them. No, if but they're not narcissistic, much. they suck. That's most Jews. And that's where the power uh, accumulation, that's where like the desire to like accumulate power comes from. It's like, I got to figure something out. And I was like watching the Bernie's, Bernie Madoff documentary, which is pretty good. Yeah. And he was one of those fucking Jews. Mm-hmm. Not to use that label continuously throughout the whole episode. But it's just another example that is like confirmation bias for people on the alt-right or wherever you want to f- talk about, however you want to describe them. To go, see right there? That's what they do. They fucking lie just to accumulate power. They go like this with their hands. Like It's true. Like Some of them do. And like the ones that don't, God bless them. I just realized <laughs> I'm doing that thing with my hands. That's This is this thing is uh mr burns no 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 well yeah but this thing is a um secret society (laughs) symbol and this can yeah this alone uh can spurn like when we inevitably get mega famous it's a uh what do you call bird they're gonna be dog whistle yeah there are gonna be so many conspiracy theories well we don't basis of me holding my hands like this the upside down vagina well we don't dog whistle on this fucking i'm not part of a secret society podcast we starting my own we full out whistle like we don't have to hide what we're i don't fucking care that's why i am doing this like I've talked about this before. It's like, I don't have to dog whistle. I will say what I think. Like, I don't have anything to lose by doing that. Yeah. Like, I can't get canceled. I'm not worried about getting... It's not getting canceled that I'm concerned about. I'm not even saying you were concerned. I guess I'm just adding to what you're... Oh, I'm just relating to what you're... I'm just going by what you're saying. Saying through the filter of my own experience. Yeah, because some people worry about that. Can't getting canceled? Most people actually probably worry yeah. about that. That are young and haven't become fully established yet. It's hard not. There's to very worry few people. Like you know, there's adults in their in their sunset years that don't give a fuck anymore mm-hmm. about being canceled. They're like, yeah, we don't give a fuck. Well, it's very urgent Got that pension. we don't give a fuck about getting canceled. Very, very, very urgent because these fucking totalitarian. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers are 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 looking to control it all 
by means of canceling. So yeah, cancel away, you fucking pissed hearts. <laughs> Fuck you. How about that? Wow, that that float tank did not do much to to uh, to relax. <laughs> Nothing does. But you're right. Um, we yeah. But you're right, and you know it gets a very it gets hard to talk about that without sounding redundant with the whole you know totalitarianism. And yeah, and like doesn't it suck that it it feels hack to talk about totalitarianism? Like it's not an active. Yeah, and but it's not. It's here's how it's not hack. effort. Um, so I meet a lot of people in comedy that are either woke, not woke, or flavors or have patches of wokeness. I'm starting to find, Mm -hmm. and they see me as the opposite. They go, oh, you're fucking one of those guys. You're fucking Trump, Trumper. And they find out that I'm not only that, it's just part of one of the patches on my framework that they have to, that they find out is not my only value i have i'm i have some redeeming qualities and i'm finding that out about people on the other side yeah no one's only anything i'm not even i wasn't referring to when i say totalitarianism i'm not talking about the people we meet i'm talking about the people behind the things that seem organic and none of them are the the shit that just agendas man agendas and ideologies Mm -hmm. that they fucking (sighs) nothing is about what it seems like it's about it's anything anytime they're trying to cancel anyone it's a mass movement of idiots um but it but it's idiots manipulated by something that seeks to silence dis dissidents that's what it is that's what it is i'm right yeah um, going back, yeah, I don't know. You Do talk, you, you talk for the long <laughs> dissonance. Yeah, no, no dissidence. Oh, is that dissonance. different? What's that? Dissonance is a lack of harmony. Oh, uh, dissident. Oh, sorry, dis- dissident. Like, uh, that's right. That's the di- there's like a, there's two tr- different words. There. They're trying to dissidents. They're, they're canceling anyone individually isn't about canceling them. It's about creating a pattern where people feel scared to say things. And and scared to stand up and say something that goes against the current of whatever so, change is being implemented on a grand scale. So, so the fucktards that you and I meet outside who are like, oh, I really think that this isn't appropriate. They are just pawns in a in a grand. Exactly. social mind control game that's kind of what i was gonna say is like yeah. even the ones that you meet that are not extremists they still silently will vote they will still silently march along with the antifa uh people at the spearhead or whatever i'm that's just, what the fuck i'm saying but that's not a big deal yeah. i mean it that's is huge because it, it's well just for this do I really care? Like I don't. I'm just talking about the people in that I meet. It's like I have to learn. I have to deal with. I have to decide. Or I guess it's just part of self improvement. It's like even though they have those qualities, does that mean I'm going to shut them out the way that they would shut me out? Some of them. No. Yeah. I we're talking about because you know things. we don't have to talk about the end of the world here. I'm just trying to focus on. I'm not uh, talking about the end of the world. I'm talking about the world as it's always been. 
I didn't mean to interrupt you, please. No, if you have finished what you want, I don't know. I'm just saying the crux of where I'm trying to get out of this podcast is like, how could I be my best self? And you have to deal with people that are not going to agree with you. And they might have, I guess all I wanted to say is like, anytime I sniff that something is woke, it, it, it's like gross to me mm-hmm. and it makes me not want to associate with that person. And I think that's a problem on my end. What about trans people? What do you think about them? I have a nuanced, I have a nuanced opinion on that, on them. Oh, how original. Thank you. Tell yeah. Me. I mean, this is the, that's a very wide open topic. Like, like I think some most of them are just trying to live their lives. But that, that's somebody else said that, and I'm just repeating what they said. I don't know that. I don't know what that many trans people. I don't really have a strong opinion one way or the other, unless it comes down to the very obvious things that, af- that would affect my me and my white life, my fragile white life. As long as it doesn't impede on my God given rights, then. I don't give a fuck. It's part of like freedom, libertarianism, whatever. Mm-hmm. What about you? You have any strong opinions that you want to share to the world on this episode? I don't no. know. It's fine. It's a, it's a very wide open topic, but it is something that somebody brought up that I was thinking of when I was talking about the whole, some people are woke in only a fragment mm. in only one way, but then they are, are Trump's, but they still voted for Trump. I don't know. It's interesting. There's you meet very interesting people in uh, Austin in comedy. People that transcend uh, categories. They go, yeah. You can't pigeonhole me. I uh, I really like um, I really like having a bunch of diverse viewpoints. I like having my point of view challenged. I like it's good for. I like um, being able to be friends with people of all kinds of different ilks and backgrounds and points of view, Um, not because it's the right thing to do, but because it makes me feel like a good person and uh, feeds my ego. There you go. It makes me feel like I'm better than other people to be able to include the most amount of diverse viewpoints within my uh ability to socialize and you know think the more people i can talk to and communicate with across any culture or category or ideology the better and it's all self-serving all of it well that's very that's and i think that's true for pretty much anybody that goes for diversity for diversity's sake it's to serve them and whatever this is that's very like everybody said that that's like just virtue signaling you're not saying that you do that i'm just saying that's what other people do yeah but i'm not when i say diverse i don't mean just race you're talking about opinion ideas yeah Yeah, i know yeah i know i mean you know but then you ended it by saying it makes me feel better than other people and that's kind of why i brought it it to uh to virtue signaling i mean it was a joke but it was rooted in truth okay yeah rooted in truth that's where we're all trying to authenticity is what we're trying to go for on the yeah that's what mushrooms do to me. That's why I've been taking them uh, frivolously. Not frivolously, but numerously. Um, I listened to somebody on your podcast, um, call, which is called Unsettling In With Michael Malamud. Let's check it out on Spotify. Yeah, baby. Unsettling In With Michael Malamud. Love yeah, the yeah, fans. Yeah, I just said that. Thank you for the love. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. Anyway, can you let me finish? N- n- no, I am going to interrupt okay. you here to talk up my shit because 
I'm self-serving. That's a very professional um, thing to do. I thank you. Um, I am a professional. So you don't care about what I was going to say about your podcast? Oh, I care. I care about you. Come on. So you have, tell me. Okay, thanks for the fucking slap on the back. Did it feel bad? That's, you hate that's being how touched. I would do Actually, it. Actually, that felt really good. You hit see, because right I did it nice. My... I did it like a nice. You did it like yeah. an all, like a sarcastic way. Did I? I didn't mean to. I meant a loving touch. See. This is Sorry, crazy. I'm just being. Do you honest. want a loving touch? That's how it felt, and I was like, "Is he fucking joshing? Is he? No, no, no. I didn't mean it to be that. I feel like you no, always gr- think I'm fucking with you so when I'm not. That's how I would do it. Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate mm-hmm. you plugging your own podcast after I just did it. Thank you. But the reason I, I appreciate did that, the opportunity. She's correct. Um, is uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm on shrooms. Not to <laughs> we're we're gonna cut that out. But that's why I'm so like spacey or whatever. But anyway, uh, it's great. What were you gonna say? Come on. That's why I keep losing train of thought. Anyway, oh, the mushrooms. I still have the. I still know what I wanted to say. It's just getting. It's just hard to like go back to something after you've like lingered on it. On the, just go back on to the it. Setup Fuck it. For, Who cares? Fuck but em. that's just my brain firing on whatever it's going on. Anyway, so somebody on your podcast um, said that people in Austin. Abuse, like they don't respect psychedelics because they do them so fucking frivolously. And I took, uh, I took offense, not offense, but I felt attacked when he said that. And it's not that we don't respect psychedelics; we don't respect ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So we just want to yeah. feel something that's, that's better true. than our fucking real lives. That's why we take them so much. We also don't. Well, when we when you say I'm speaking for every. <laughs> Yeah. In my from my experience, the reason I take mushrooms so much is because I'm they elevate me to f- through from my baseline mood, and it I res- it makes me respect myself when I'm on them. It gives me empathy for about a day. It lasts, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then the very next day I f- go right back to flatline, which is like, ooh, that's how I feel. You said, do I wake up angry? Nah. I, if I'm angry, that usually motivates me to get things done, and I look at that as a positive motivator more than a negative. Usually I just feel, like, empty and, like, unfulfilled. That's what keeps me from, uh, that's how I feel most days when I wake up, which is not great. It's like, what am I doing today? I got nothing to look forward to. Fuck, That's dude. how I, that's my life in a yeah. nutshell. I got nothing to look forward to. Oh my um, god, you're yeah. right on the money. I mean, I, I, I don't, don't know if that's relatable, empty. but yeah. I don't feel empty. I feel f- full of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I guess emptiness is a hard thing to tell if that's really how I f- Is it empty? Unfulfilled. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's... I was telling and you... And that's why I get pent up. It's like the place you were talking about where it's like, I want everybody... No, I just want some... I want... More than I'm getting. Clearly, I'm unfulfilled in my pursuit of creativity. You know, if I was getting what I thought I... Not that I feel like I deserve... That's another topic. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like I deserve more than I'm getting? I don't think so. I, I know that... I do. I, feel, I like, feel like I deserve more than I'm getting. Well, we could get to that. Yeah, you're on something. But my Sorry. thing... Is that a loving touch? That was way better. You're, you. you're getting better. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying... Something I've learned by doing this podcast even is that, like, there's a reason you're not getting the things that you want. Uh, so I don't – it's not that I – not the things I feel I deserve, the things that I want. 
-hmm. There's things that I want that I don't deserve. Yet, you have to, if you're not getting it, it's not the world's fault. That's something I learned just a couple months ago. When I started, when I started treating my uh, ADHDs, I realized with I, amphetamines. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why it's relevant. <laughs> it's relevant because that it's gives relevant. you the the mental fortitude to f actually think straight and socialize in a proper way. And that's what I found. I was like, I I just am not socializing properly. Yeah. Um. And so. Well, you do have. Sorry. It's a big thing. It's, I could go on, but... You have Asperger's, right? No. Oh. It's ADHD, which is very similar. Oh, you know what? It, no, it's but similar. I didn't make that up. You told me before you oh, got that's that right. diagnosis, I, I, I you thought, told me you were on the spectrum. You thought I you thought were on I was the spectrum. Never diagnosed. Dude, I never... People say that shit, and I'm like, no, you're a person. Like, people say, I'm on the spectrum, and I'm like, no, you're a human being, and... You think it's more interesting than it is. Uh -huh. That's what it is. But you, I believed. I was like, yeah. Well, I think, of course, I. You, you uh, know, yeah, you're, it, you're just. It, it, and it's not even bad, but it does. It comes with its advantages and disadvantages. It seems to anyway. I knew I had something, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't. Nobody. I don't have a doctor that's like, let's figure this out. So I had to figure it out on my on my own, and that's one of the big things I figured out on this podcast is uh it's not that it's similar it's ADHD very a lot of cr overlapping uh symptomology because it's a spectrum you know you could have a is it's so similar yet distinct it's not it's not the same thing yeah. it's quite it comes down to chemicals actually i think they they the theory is that ADHD is a natural lack of uh, dopamine production in your brain uh uh, autism is the same thing with serotonin, I think, and that's why they can't relate to people. That's why they don't know how to touch people. That's what, not saying you have it. Mm -hmm. Just it reminded me of like that's why they don't read social cues. That's just a fucking hypothesis. I think psychiatry in its entirety doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. I think the whole thing is a scam. I think you're misdiagnosed. I think you got something going on and no one will have it figured out for thousands of years probably or something or until humans evolve to another level. Oh, and I think uh, vaccines cause autism. Okay. That was a lot of things that I totally just, did not add value to what I said at all. <laughs> the I just don't. I just. The vaccine You, you can go on and on. Dude, I studied psychology in college. You can go on and on about dopamine and serotonin, and it's these levels that are causing this shit. Uh -huh. These fucking lab coat motherfuckers who are telling you what's wrong with you were literally okay. stabbing fucking nails well, into people's you, foreheads okay. not not 70 years ago as a as so a cure, i get what you're saying i get i get, I get what you're i get it yeah. you're, you're being you're uh skeptical of psychiatry that's all i had to say mm -hmm. um this is more than psychiatry this is physiology mm -hmm. first of all and neurology i think is involved a little bit maybe maybe mm -hmm. not but anyway maybe not definitely mm -hmm. physiology because it affects how you move so let's agree do we agree that ADHD is a thing? Not really. Because if you really want to talk about this, I'm more than happy. This is an no. I think I think you're a highly creative individual. That's it. Okay. It, it, most people most people are, but they're buried under um, tons of programming. 
like most people, you're everyone's fucked up and you're supposed to be, but there is no normal. Like that that's the thing about psychiatry is it assumes that there is a normal that you, that people need to be brought down to. Oh, you're up here. You need to be here. You're down here. You, there isn't. We're all just different. Okay, and, I guess you're saying. The social fabric, the society, is so fucking boring and assimilative and, 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 and uncreative and stifling to the human spirit, which is complex and infinite and varied, that um that there that there there most people don't fit so of course everyone's fucking on medicine medicine we God. gotta teach you how to be more succinct on this podcast we going I'm succinct as make it long a lot of long-winded uh anyway don't you understand i get what it I'm so saying? you're skeptical okay yeah. so my next question is um do you believe in the theory of neurotypicalism versus neurodivergency what uh like some people I, my are inclination is to say no it sounds but, like no yeah but i uh know nothing actually about it so please tell me <laughs> so i'm trying to find out just where you align yeah. what, what is that theory? then once yeah. we figure what you, what you know or what you believe then i could maybe explain what i believe and why I believe what I believe. So it just means some people are normal and some people are not normal. Brain chemistry, like brain-wise, some people do have something going on that is different, and that's why there's diagnoses for them. It sounds like you reject that, like all of it, today based on I that rant. Today I read an article. Diatribe. Uh, today I read an article about a guy who was killed in prison, and when... Uh, he was killed in prison just weeks before his trial for um, abusing um, children heavily. Oh, horrific abuse of children. Um, like, you know, oh, just crazy. Not feeding them and stuff. Like, fucking horror house shit show. Okay, I um, want to get back with, to the no, main. No, no, no. The, you it's, it's a point. Kind of get to it's the point. point. Um, yeah. I want to and he was doing it with a uh, woman. They were it was a couple, and they were doing it together. Which I'm just telling you that to show you that you there is hope that you'll find someone. There is someone out there. I don't know what the you. fuck that has to do with what we're um, talking. About. And, but but that's that's getting to my point that that guy, what that guy was doing, that's not neurotypical. That's that is weird that is yeah fucking off but well, most people behavior. most people all right most people are pretty fucking normal and they're weird they're weird and it's normal i don't believe okay the whole thing neurotypical neurodivergent dude eventually no one's going to be neurotypical they're going to be discover because Find me a person who's neurotypical. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, Find me a neurotypical person. That's and I'll show you a person who's lying. You could. Yeah. Now, can I talk now? Sorry. It's, yeah. Jesus Christ, touch? that was a long time that to a get touch? to it. No, that was great. Thanks. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's a good counter argument to the whole you know mm-hmm. thing that I just laid out. Neurotypical. Yes, people say everybody's neurodivergent. If you boil it, if you really examine them, there's probably yeah. something wrong with everybody. Once we 
keep going, I'm sure there'll be a diagnosis for it. sure. But I believe there. Sorry, please. But <laughs> now that I now that you talk for five minutes, um, that doesn't mean that there's no uh, fucking validity to diagnoses such as ADHD or autism, which I don't know as much about, but I do know a lot about ADHD because I became hyper-focused on it, and that's one of the symptoms of ADHD is that you become hyper-focused on certain topics. Same with autism. Mm -hmm. You become passionate about certain topics. Mm -hmm. So I became passionate about ADHD, and that's why I know a little bit about it. Um, and, yeah, it's pretty hard to, like, uh, complete... It's hard to just say that that's uh, not a real thing that needs to be treated, I think. But you're welcome... I'm open to being... You know, convinced otherwise. It's just that you kind of have to know a lot about it. You were prescribed speed by college graduates posing as healers. Well, who cares who just... What does that matter? Who, like... I would have gotten it on my own. It was me who asked for it. I was not told to do it. it <laughs> I rest my fucking case. What's the case? That's so fucking Western and American, is to tell a doctor what medicine you need. That's an interesting point, and I I think that's a, in a good. I agree with that, but I don't know what your point, your underlying point. How does that dis dis uh, disprove that ADHD is a real? thing? Oh, I can't disprove it. Well, okay. Once you introduce something into the sphere of ideas, the uh, the um, once you bring something down into the physical plane from the realm of ideas. It's very difficult to um, discount it, discount it. You can find evidence for it. It's a, it's a quantum thing. It's like quantum physics. Once something is observed, okay. it is very difficult to disprove. Okay. It. But fuck yeah, I don't think ADHD. But it sounds exists. like you got yeah. You're very. It sounds you definitely get passionate. I get passionate. I either get passionate. you know what's funny? Please. It comes off as judgment too. And I think maybe the reason you like doing it so much, you get that knee jerk reaction when I bring it up, is because you get pleasure out of judging others and that's my just my observation that turns turns into a thought because i don't think you know that much about adhd enough for you to care even it's very difficult i to think know about you just like the exist. fact that you get to judge somebody for taking a drug tim that they might need i and i'm fine with that i'm just pointing out that i judge that you like doing that i judge everything yeah and i have no judgment of anything um both i like i i everything is under my constant scrutiny like a microscope and i don't actually care i choose to get impassioned because it's fun to feel passionate but i can dial it back and not care at all about your adhd and and the medicine that you're on and whether it's helping you or hurting you. I would say it's probably ultimately hurting you. That's actually why I'm telling you this. Well, I think it's bad to be on amphetamines, like long that's term. That's an interesting I think thing it's gonna to talk have, about. Yeah, I think it's going to um, have harmful effects. That's yeah. why I'm saying that, all this. Okay, based on... I'm being a friend. That's what I'm doing. That's great. Go on. Um, I could use a friend. Maybe I, 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 been, maybe I wouldn't need... i a friend for a minute. Okay, dude. when I'm talking... This is my fucking podcast. This guy thinks he's the main host. This wall is very yeah. Don't cheap. destroy my fucking. <laughs> You're good. Um, sorry to take the reins there for a minute. Um, it's just that 
I, I need a friend, and actually, maybe if I have a better friendship, I won't need to take the meds as much because, the, I don't know, it's medicine. That's the first thing I would say is that, you know, there is a safe way of taking it. Mm -hmm. um, there's an unsafe way of taking it, of course, so you don't know. It's not fucking medicine. Well, Actually, you know what? Maybe it has some, everything has some use somewhere. I mean, I'm not trying to really convince you, but like... <laughs> I'm also not trying Do to convince you. Do you think if just... it wasn't a medicine, it wouldn't be? It would be prescribed. Do you think psychiatrists who went to college for eight years or twelve years would still would prescribe something if it wasn't beneficial? Yeah, I do think that, and and I think and I think. I guess that, you kind of um, laid that out earlier. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, most of them, most of these false doctors and hack quack fucking bullshit experts in the medical industry and the psychiatric industry uh, specifically who are messing with American brains and brains around the planet and there will be a re I hope there's a fucking reckoning to that but I think that um, I think that um, what the fuck do, do I think I don't know what I think I, I think that um, I, I think most of them don't know Okay. That they're doing anything right. wrong. They've read a ton of I might information that they understand yeah. to be true. They have good intentions and they prescribe. And they're just and doing how, they're doing their jobs, to, dude. The easiest thing they could do to make the patient go away. May, they, they some might of be, them for they sure. They might be doing some what of they them think is the best thing. To I make just the patient stop right. complaining and like, okay, here's your meds. Is that like is a quick fix? Well, look, you feel better. Some right? people like don't let me take away um, from you the fact that you feel better. Me personally, it's complicated, you know, because the drugs or the med it's just one uh, component to my recovery. Mm -hmm. It's a long term thing, like you said, mm -hmm. and I don't want to be on a stimulant that's powerful and has you know negative side effects forever. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying the th you know in uh, in theory. Of course, it's a medicine that has benefits for some, for many, many people, or else it probably wouldn't be prescribed so commonly. But also, there's argument for that it's over-prescribed. Yeah, I, I, of course. But I guess, where the, where's the argument? That you think I shouldn't be treating it that way? or uh, I just... Or that anybody shouldn't be treating it? I just really value your... Um your mind and your um well, i appreciate that yeah i, I value your, let your me, mind let me say that before you think of the next thing to say because i appreciate <laughs> that and <laughs> i don't want to just sit here stone-faced waiting for you to finish the thing you want to looking like a weirdo like i don't care i i have empathy or i have what is the word more than empathy appreciation I'm a human. Yeah, I, I know. You when, are a human. I know when somebody's saying something nice. Oh about yeah, I me, appreciate. Yeah, or okay. to me. Okay. And I know that's not just a compliment. Yeah, it's not just a, like it's like you actually care. I think a little bit about my well-being. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, not. I mean, I have no ultimate. Who knows? You know, every, everyone. You can't. People are going to live the lives they're going to live, and that includes you. And I actually encourage you to uh, – what I want for you and what I want for all people 
is to follow their inner guidance. So if whatever I'm saying to you doesn't resonate, I don't want you to listen to it. But for what it's worth, I value your mind. And one thing I know about Adderall is it, at first, it makes you more productive. And then over time, what I've noticed or what I've read that people have found is that it makes them more productive and more mechanical, less creative. Yeah. And I am not interested in a more mechanized, less creative, less unhinged version of Tim Weichsel. Well, that I agree. So I'm was totally... That the correct pronunciation? <laughs> I think so. I've known I... you for like six years. I didn't need to hear my last name to know who, that it was me, so I was, just, I was already ready to Because you know, Because if you're saying a long sentence... And somebody's waiting for you to finish. It kind of takes away the energy of when I want to agree with it. With like, I have to wait for you to finally let me agree with that thing. You just, it was just so great that you just, what you just said is so true. I so agree with that. That yeah, I I don't want to fucking do something that depletes my creativity. So, but is it sure. depleting your creativity? I don't know. You're super creative. Dude. I don't. It might be starting to as I take more and more of it. But that's why I'm very like hesitant to take the full amount fucking demon because that's what i heard it definitely depletes your it does make you more mechanical i've heard i you, i'm still kind of at a trans transitory state of mind where I, you know i'm still experimenting uh and i don't really need to t take it every day but i kind of do these days only because of the 42 days from weed uh, withdrawal that I'm dealing with. Once I get through that withdrawal, my hope and plan is that I won't really need much of anything except for healthy things and maybe still a little bit of Adderall because I still will have maybe symptoms that need to be treated with Adderall. But anyway, it's all about dop dopamine. I mean... That's where I started. Don't get me wrong. Episode, huh? I think it's funny that you're on Adderall. That, so it does have a certain type of value to me. I think it's very funny that you're on amphetamines, you know. Uh, I think it's funny that most of society, tons of, not most, but tons of society is literally on amphetamines. And they're like, yeah. I got to take my amphetamines. It's ridiculous to me. But, uh, and I think it's funny that you Even are. If you're, you... you're like my favorite choice of any comic in okay, Austin. Okay, so yeah. you reject the theory that some people operate on a less... On le th their brains produce less dopamine naturally. You just because yeah, that's fuck that. That's why we need the less, stimulants. Less dopamine I I relative to what? Relative to a boring ass brain. Fair. A boring ass fucking created this shit dystopian hellscape world brain created this matrix ass okay, okay. fucking. Yeah, please. Because it stops you from reaching your goals. It just stops you from functioning. What? And not even in society, because you have to live in society. So, we, sure, that's part of it. The reason we adapted to have ADHD is probably as a survival mechanism in the older days when tribalism was a thing. And now that we all live in boxes and we have to adapt to this structure around us, that's why I agree with you. It is weird to have to take an amphetamine There's every no day. There's no way that it's normal. But <laughs> as somebody who's experiencing the, the symptoms just knowing what it's like to have that dopamine, I feel normal. And it's like I no longer have to chase the short-term things that I was just talking about at the beginning of the episode. That's better. That's a better quality life to that me. That has value too. Look, your experience your your experience is the most ex important thing to your life. So Yeah. I just feel – okay. 
like I agree with pretty much everything you said except for that it's not except for that okay I don't know fucking let me just I'll just read I'll just say this mm-hmm. it changes me from actually being somebody that just chases after the short-term pleasures for dopamine which I didn't but once I got the dopamine now I could actually focus on long-term shit that I actually wanted to do anyway like remember my like build jokes do this podcast I don't know just like all the little things in the studio I couldn't have I wouldn't have had the executive function whatever maybe it is all just bullshit hey man this is a, the whole point of this is like I want to find the truth to the that's why uh, I'm looking at good it under luck microscope. and to the um to the philosophical question this sounds like it's not relevant and it's going to be <clears throat> to the philosophical question of what is a true friend I believe that a true friend is someone who says something that is out who says the things that that they are saying out of concern for a person's well-being um regardless of whether they are right or whether it's applicable if if i if i sit here and hear you talking about Adderall and i don't tell you that i think it's bad for you i feel that i'm being a bad friend so I, and i need to feed my ego and feel like an, the best friend that anyone okay. could be. Well, yeah, I think you just mean it's bad in the sense that it has, like, you, you just think it's like like bad for your body. I just think there's addictive. no. I just think there's no no way that it's actually medicine for your shit. I mean, I don't know though. I mean, I just explained I the. Really the don't know. I just explained the theory and the the actual uh, experience that I had. What do you call it? The uh, Yeah, your experience is the highest. I gave you the anecdotal and the theoretical yeah. evidence, not evidence, but the theory behind why we need stimulants, ADHD people, and you maybe you still don't accept it at all, and maybe it is all bullshit, but I told you why I do it, But to what me, I'm the, getting yeah, out of it. Sorry. And I don't like even feeling like I'm on a... Nobody does. Another reason so many people with ADHD don't like Adderall is because it makes you feel like a fucking robot. So they stop taking it and then they go through the rest of their whole adult lives without treating it ever again. And that, I think, is worse in some cases than not treating it at all. That's my theory or my opinion that I based from, from learning, reading, you know. You know who, you know. And the, from I, my family members and friends that have it too. I think ADHD is kind of bullshit uh well i think i don't know look works get no i i do think adhd is bullshit i'm I'm gonna take a hard line stance there however the the most important thing is your experience then what okay it may be like like it's a label i'm what i'm saying is not aligning with your experience and so it's not aligned cool. with medical science, first of all. But ne- medical we're, science we don't even have to talk about that. Suck a dick. Medical <laughs> science made the COVID right. vaccine. I guess if that's that went from fucking what was it, ninety nine percent effective to fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's medical science. Hmm. It's Western science's pinnacle achievement. Is sorry, I was still thinking about the thing we were talking about because you did make a. An interesting point.
point about you think it's bullshit, but then my question would be, then what is it? What is causing me to only want to seek out novelty and short-term uh, you know, pleasures and all? Then what is it? You got to call it, like, what's wrong with, why do some people not have that? Why do I have that problem? I don't know. You got to call it, you got to put a label, you got to, like, figure out what it is. What would be your solution to my problem, my symptoms, if you were to give me advice? You are a human who is fa- here's here's my diagnosis you are a human who is facing your own feelings instead of shying away from them you are an artist and i have no fucking solution for you okay so you don't have a solution okay. but i d- actually i got one thing for you meditation i do that well i don't yeah, i try I do that a little bit. Meditation, meditation, and the specific practice of um, of watching your thoughts mm-hmm. and not getting carried by them mm-hmm. in meditation. And anytime you notice yourself getting carried away with your thoughts, return to your breath and continue to watch your thoughts and slowly. You're going to realize that you're not those thoughts, and you're going to realize that those thoughts and that engine of want, that miserable fucking engine of desire that keeps you suffering no matter what you get. I mean, look at you. You got a nice house. You got a nice car. You got a beautiful podcast studio. You have a decent amount of respect and comedy. That's all just bullshit. (laughs) But you wanted all those things at a point. Um. It just comes off as empty when you say you have all these material objects. It's like, okay, that doesn't mean I'm happy. It doesn't mean I could navigate through life and reach my goals yeah, just because I have to, objects. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need, and modicum of respect. That's why yeah, I'm okay, suggesting yeah, yeah. the meditation because the meditation helps you to be satisfied okay. with just being in a body on earth alive. Uh-huh. It, it, it helps you. It helps you just recognize like oh i want like in like five seconds dude in like 20 seconds i could be like i want a glass of water i want a joint i want to come and i want to eat um but when with more meditation you just realize that that's just the body and the engine of the mind that is such a powerful supercomputer that constantly is trying to uh really survive so because of evolution it's just trying to survive so it's very fear-based so you don't but you don't need to survive you're there's no lion there's no uh cliff there's no nothing you're in a room but your your deep lizard brain doesn't know that right that's what the meditation will do it'll it'll it might it doesn't even honestly <laughs> for me i mean look at me i meditate every day i'm or i meditate all the time i'm fucking <laughs> miserable uh but at least i recognize that the misery is false Okay, I think I get your. That's great. And sometimes, sometimes I even feel real joy. And I'm open to that. I'm open to exploring meditation on a deeper level, more than the way that I already kind of uh, approach it. I'm open to learning more about it and getting better at it. But I'm not a doctor. But But yeah, another thing is, it's fun to just take drugs. Yeah, I love drugs. Like love them. That's the thing about when you when you're on the right drug, 
life just comes all together. Like right now, I feel great. Yo, I've been high um, all day, every day for like months now. Um, yeah, I know. And we could talk about your stuff if you want. I think we're good on. I think we covered me pretty well. No, no, no. And we we're an hour to, in, so we, we could to, we could no, we could wrap actually, up anytime this feels you want. Like a really good episode. I don't know if it is, and I don't care. It, there are some. I good don't think moments. anyone's making good content. Well, let's I think, not. I think be all the black and there let's not be sucks. Too doom and gloom. No, 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 no. I think this is good. I oh, don't okay. think anything else is. Well, we are creating the best shit. When I'm in the right state of mind, which sometimes takes chemicals to get there, mm-hmm. and not all of them are amphetamine, just you know mushrooms, which are natural. I feel like I got everything I need, you know, and I don't really have any complaints. I just want more uh, connectivity with other people. That's all I crave right now is uh, to share my ex uh, experience and things that I have going on, like art, creativity with other people. And that's where the desire to do stand up comes from. That's where that satisfies me. Like if I don't do stand up and I want to, it's the worst fucking feeling. And yeah. then I have to do other things to get dopamine, like whatever, not dopamine, but just any that, and it never satisfies me. So I get, I become grumpy. Like last week you saw me and I showed up and I was very irritable because I didn't get to do stand up. Yeah. We were both shrooming and, it, and uh, I was in the exact opposite mood. Well, I'm just saying that that's the reason i was not in the same that's the reason i was so uptight and like ir- uh, irritable yeah it's because i didn't get to do what i am meant to be doing is it's like the most you know whatever you god-given thing i'm meant to be doing is something creative that shows that i have this unique ability to come up with shit so when you're not allowed to do it it's the worst the fact that I have not had a comedy career handed to me on a silver platter with zero effort is a crime. And that's a good non-secular to fucking... That wasn't a non-secular. It was direct. <laughs> really? The comedy career? I wasn't talking about comedy, like a career. Well, was... how do you do comedy all the time? You can't do it if you don't have a Wait, career. wait, wait. So you, you're saying for you, you... I don't know if you were making a joke... It was it, it was it's not a, like a joke, joke rooted in truth. Who are you talking about? Who deserves a Okay, regardless of I was talking about myself, but don't you feel yeah. that way? Um okay, do I feel that way? Don't I f- you feel like you should have a career? I feel like before earlier on I said, do I deserve a career? And the answer is not right now or oh, else Yeah, 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 you did say. See, that. the thing is, if you deserved it, you'd probably have it because the world is looking for more comedians. There's no sh- there's a shortage. No, I will. Is that some kind of stop talking alarm? No, it's for my other medicine that I'm. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that for epilepsy. So that I think. Oh we're, fuck! I think that. Take, okay, okay. That. Listen, take, that, okay. So anyway, I will. Um, what? I, I. I. What was it? No, I literally. Uh, so so if you there's no shortage of comedians oh yeah yeah no shortage Um, of good comedians if you're original and you you will have a career oh yeah if you're doing something well but it's a crime that it hasn't happened yet 
See, that's no, where no, no, I, no. I am ready for a career. Jesus Christ. So that's, that's where I disagree. Then I think neither of us, are, or else we would have one, because it's not that. This is just something I, over after ten years of, mm-hmm. kind of sympathizing with that thought, mm-hmm. which so many comics never get over. Mm-hmm. That's the problem is they never get over. That's why they stay where they are because they think they deserve shit that they don't deserve. You know why we're good together? Because we tell each other things that we don't want always want to hear. I don't know. I think that's part of that's it. That's one of it. Yeah. Um, but I think I think we're good together because we're always on the opposite wavelength. Because I know you've been on that Are shit. Of, always. I deserve shit, and I wasn't. I wasn't on that, and right okay. now, right now, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot like I deserve more. To be, and it's crazy because I've already gotten, I've already gotten like some stuff. But why aren't I getting booked on fucking shows in this city? I am a kill Tony legend. <laughs> Book me on your shows. I'm not sending you a fucking set. Book me on your fucking shows. Sorry, I didn't want to I'm going to make them better. I, I didn't want to laugh during that. I wanted you to I wanted to see stand by you to show solitude. Why do I got to fucking navigate these social networks? Your solidarity. When I'm That's fucking right. funny. Why do I got to why do I got to fucking uh god. Um that's god. that's what most comics say. That's what they most of them have that fucking they yell Except I have proof. <laughs> You're fu- hey, you you got talent, kid. I know. Uh, but it takes more than talent. Yeah, and this um, this attitude. You know that. You know the what I'm gonna it. say. You know what I'm gonna say. It's not it. It ain't. It ain't gonna help. It, ain't, it doesn't get you nowhere. But everybody has it in their first five to ten plus years, Fuck depending on the that. person. I've it always takes had enlightenment. It. I just bury it. You need. I just bury it. I always have it. Well, I'm enlightened, <laughs> and. <laughs> Because I don't have that. I don't have that, what you just said. I don't have that, oh, I am, I deserve this, you know? I maybe used... Of course, everybody used to. No, I do. I Louis C.K. I deserve it, used and I'm going to get it. And, no one, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if um, anyone gives it to me or not. I'm going to get it myself. You, I'm going to make it you myself. You deserve it at, when you... Have, when you make it. When, you deserve it at some point in the future if you work towards it. You make it for yourself. I believe that you can get there, but I'm just saying for any comic that is like frustrated that they're not getting booked all the time, it ain't. No, it's ridiculous. It, that I'm it not takes more booked. than being. It takes more than talent and being funny. I should be allowed to bomb for ten minutes over and over again at every show in this city Some, because I eventually because you see other eventually people. I'm gonna be the best thing on because you see other people bombing and so you think oh if no he's I don't bombing. even see other people bombing I see other people doing well and it's not interesting and it's not good enough. Oh, well, that's different. Okay, I thought you just meant yeah, well, I see he's people doing, doing well and it's like um ugh, you make me sick. Well, I'm willing I'd rather a bomb. I'm willing to spend a few more minutes on this topic because it is interesting. It is a great topic to end or to focus on. Yeah, I want this cut out. I don't want to sound Oh, well, like then I let's not continue. Feel, which then, is like then, I deserve then we'll end the it. world. I then, feel like I deserve the world. Okay, you don't have to keep repeating the beginning of the sentence. I hear you. It's just that I have things, just a little tip. You don't ever have to repeat the beginning of a sentence. Just continue after I'm done. That's just something that'll, What's the beginning of the it'll sentence make it smoother. You do it all the time. Like what? 
It doesn't matter. Just a, I have know, no idea what you're talking about. I'll save that for off the, <laughs> off the camera. I'm mm-hmm. um, sorry for all the cor- course correcting. <laughs> God, I'm so angry. So all you're the time. you're doing, and I you sh- that's fine. I'm not saying I'm angry too about some things, but not. I'm st- I'm a little bit, um, not enlightened. That's the word I use. But yes, I kind of get it. I get why. Louis C.K. doesn't get mad, uh, or other comics don't get mad in that way, is because they figured something out. They figured out that it's more than just showing up. It's more than just being like, "Yep, I'm a comic." Now you have to like, it's a lot. It takes a lot to get mm, booked. Yeah, I'm just gonna start creating my own shit, man. That's what I'm not doing. I'm just gonna start creating my own shit. Fuck all these people. I mean, yeah, fuck them. Fuck them all. <laughs> Stand up is a lonely fucking game. It's it's you're alone. That's all. And I knew that, and that's why I like it. I you're like it. Doom and gloomin'. Yeah. You're very black pilled. I'm not I'm right, not doom not, and gloom about I, That ain't permanent though. No, I know. You nothing grow nothing out is that. ultimately real. I'm just in a mood right now. Like this isn't oh, okay. you know, sometimes I feel like I feel uh very um well, if you don't symbiotic give, if you don't give a fuck about Austin comedy and shit, but right now I don't. I don't feel symbiotic. If you don't really, I feel like want to hear what I have to say about it, then we won't. We don't have to talk about it. If you just want to vent, then I'll give you a few more seconds to do that. But I feel like it's better to have a, like a discussion. It's better to like try to grow out of that negative mindset. I have. I've only been feeling this way. No, but you have to be open. It's like therapy. You have to be open to it to get it to work. Give me a ten-second statement here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna say this. I am so angry all the time, and it's what it's the engine that makes me. It's one of the engines that makes me a uh, great comic, which I am, and it's gonna get me a career. I'm I'm going to get a career out of this and it's not going to solve the anger problem. And <laughs> I got to I got to deal with that. I don't know. I don't there know. There you how. go. Mark Marin is is very he has that same thing. He's, I'm he's angry so than whatever. <laughs> it's, it's not to bring up another comic that's similar uh, but yeah it's crazy similar some people you're right in the anger sense he's one of the best i've ever seen he struggled with anger with anger for a lot of his life i was continue that's it It, you wanted to provide insight as to why i should be more loving towards people who are less funny than (laughs) i wasn't gonna say that original no no i i know where you're coming from because uh-huh. I have that same feeling, it, it's been there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I'm a little bit further along in, in that process of trying to figure it out. That's all. I just became more serious about my life as a comic, and as I, I realized that it's 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 a life lifelong thing that I'm never going to quit. So I might as well learn how to do it properly like in a way that's not going to alienate in a way that's going to hurt me like i'm all in i have this like this i'm invested i'm fully invested in myself so i know that i the reason certain comics are able to get farther along or further along to use the right word is uh because they realize that, that you, you gotta 
market yourself and be easy, you know, fun to work. People have to be excited to work with you. They have to be like, yes, I want you. And even then, even having this knowledge doesn't mean I'm getting, but I, I am. I've got, I know how to apply to the right shows or submit to the right shows that I think I would be a good fit on. And I don't even really submit to the ones that I already know I wouldn't. And even then, maybe I still will just because who gives a fuck, you know, rejection sensitivity is another topic that I think we both struggle. I think we both kind of have a little bit of that rejection sensitivity problem. It's Most hard comics for me do. To tell, man. It's but hard this for is me a... to tell if I've got rejection sensitivity or just a clear uh, sight of uh, my own personal fucking value. Here's the thing is like, I don't, <laughs> I love comedy so much that I'm not even, um, it's not even about like fame and money and, recognition and love i just want to do 10 i want to do 10 and 12 and 15 i want more time so that i can develop my comedy further i i don't i i'm tired of going up at open mics and doing three four minutes i need more time so that i can be the comedian that i'm obviously supposed to fucking be because when i do one minute just standing there it crushes so just imagine what could happen if you fuckheads would just give me 12 f minutes on your stupid, overrated shows. Um, and that's kind of how I feel. All right. I think that gives me enough. I know how I feel. And I think this topic is one that we should probably just revisit on another episode because and, and you know, it's too long. It's too much to cover on one episode. You know, it's interesting because like we're I at feel different like, points, and I. But that's funny the way you're putting that. We're gonna right work now. on this. Yeah, but, yeah, whatever. But the 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 funny thing about this. It, did, did I interrupt you again? You always you do it a thousand times. Anyway, yeah, I want to help you. Is what I was. Is what I'm getting towards. I know that. What you just said is so fixable. Like, oh, I want to do 10 minutes. Of course you could get 10 minutes on a show. That's not hard. You just have to show interest, first of all. fucking suck up to people. And then, and, then <laughs> you you, and then you suck up to them, and they fucking act, and they, they go, oh, look at this motherfucker sucking up to me. It's like, yeah, I'm sucking up to you. I want to get what you can give me so that I can fucking blow your shit through the roof by making it better you fucking idiot yeah i'm sucking up to you you have something that you can give me that i can then help you with in symbiosis yes i'm sucking up to you because when i just sit there you go why is that kid so weird you're fucking damned whatever you do you really are you can't just show up and not do anything you can't be nice to people they call you a suck up you can't be rude to, you can't be like that you certainly can't be the way i'm being right now this isn't gonna do me any favors or it might it should blow me up you it, everything should blow it me is up. funny to me yeah. it's, it's, i think it's funny that's why i'm doing this but listen i wanted to tell you it's funny that you're like coming from the standpoint of like I'm at, I'm further along. I I've kind of understand this a little more because literally I feel like almost every conversation for the last like 
not every, but like so many conversations we've had, we've been in different position positions where I'm feeling more symbiotic. I'm like, no, people are cool like this, this, that. Like, you just got to be cool. And you're like, fuck this. I'm so good. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's that's when, how it's I been. Don't, I, I, can't, that we've I can't really think of any moments where I was <laughs> like that. I, of course, I show irritation, but that that's not quite the same thing as what you're saying right now. I, I show... Yes, I am further along than some people, so I don't want to always have conversations with people that are just completely brand new at comedy and all that yeah. shit. Of course, but do I feel like oh, I just sometimes I do I do maybe show that to you. Yes, maybe I, I like talking. To, sorry, please. I do reveal those inner thoughts to you because mm-hmm. we all have them. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. you're right. Now that I think of it. You mm-hmm. are right mm-hmm. that I have those thoughts. Yeah. I just learned how to be a little bit more, uh, whatever you call it, not transparent about it because you want to, I just know that that's, I know what it takes and that's, everybody has it and you have to earn it. You have to do more than you think you have to put in. You have to keep outdoing yourself and show business is like that. It's That's why it's so fucking brutal. That's also why I like it. I, I like, like talking that. to, you know, I like brutality. I like talking to new comics because I think there are so many fucking established comics who are bullshit. They're almost like yeah. less less interesting or good because they've become themselves and the version and they they don't take risks. At least new comics take risks. They suck, yeah. but they take risks. Nobody takes risks. There's nobody taking risks in this city. Well, that's a good I point. I would take so many fucking risks on stage, and yeah, I'd eat my balls. I've eaten my balls so many times on stage. That's what makes me good. That's how I... That's true, and we're similar in that way. I take a lot of risks, and I agree that people don't rec- recognize that that is a particular thing that not everybody is willing to do. You know, a real stand-up, yeah, takes risks. In my opinion, the ones that I think are real, the way I define a real standup is someone like Bill Hicks. They would just lose, they would bomb and not yeah. not give two fucks because they just know that that's what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about some random tourist crowd or whoever. They're not trying to do it to please anybody. They're doing it to speak their fucking, to spread their art, to distribute. So, yeah. And so that's what I think a real comic does. But of course, it's kind of weird to just call yourself a real comic if you can't ever accumulate a following. But like Bill Hicks somehow managed to do that after he died or whatever. I don't know. It's very interesting, very paradoxical. But you have what I have. very paradoxical? Just the whole, what I just said, like how the best comics are the ones that never really quite get a career. They never f- get as big as like the biggest comics. They always are on the rate under the radar. That's 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 quite possible. That's it is what all I think, it is yeah. all subjective because they're willing to say shit that's not ready for the audience to consume. Mm-hmm. That's why even mm-hmm. Mitch Hedberg wasn't famous when he died. He was fucking brilliant, and all this shit is very consumable now. I don't know. What, what, he just wasn't. I don't know. But Bill Hicks certainly was not easily consumable by the general public but he was no he was literally wasn't famous in the u.s right yeah and he bombed he, all the time and like but he was he's my favorite yeah and, he's uh, one of the most enduring because he played from his heart he's like a top five or top ten yeah i've got fucking heart man That's this is still have. about me i don't know if you're no i mean we're we're yeah for sure it's about you it's hard to make it no i'm i'm relating I'm to teasing. you though 
Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, because of course I I know where you're coming from. I've got heart. You do. People are like, why is that kid so fucking weird? He looks like he's gonna mass shoot everyone. I got I got heart, and I, and I and I really care about comedy, and um, and I know I'm made for it, and and it's it's just a crime, it's just a crime that people won't do anything about that. But I'm gonna do something about it, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. Like you can put this shit out, make me look like an asshole, because I do look like an asshole right now, because I am an asshole. I'm an independent, rugged, individualist, American artist asshole. And I'm going to make something of myself in this regardless of if anyone hands it to me. But it's a crime that it hasn't been handed to me because I'm, I, I have the balls to be myself. Nobody does anymore. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Um <laughs> um yeah man this this was a good one i think so too i usually don't go this long but you know it it was a special one i you know so let's make a hundred of these well i I like to of course keep going keep doing it regularly you know yeah um it's still gonna be called what it's called so (laughs) still have my name in it oh dude unless we unless we spin it off i'm your guest maybe maybe eventually we could get a third i don't know spin off then we could change the name and make it more what what do you mean I'm saying because I'm typically this would be obviously more about me and I would be doing most of the talking. Oh, but we got a lot of you though. And like the first four, oh, we're, but we the, are being too the, technical right the, now. the vision was for me to be the host and you to be like the sidekick and just chime in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like go on epitaph or whatever you call it. But anyway, if so, if we do <laughs> want to continue that. Where your equal partner or whatever equal equal microphone, then we mm. could spin it off. I don't give a fuck. I, I'm fine keeping your name on it as the host. Okay, and, and I'm we'll and figure I'm, it out. You're I'm your equal in process, but it, this is your show, dude. It's a cool show. You set this up. Well, then, this is yours. This is then you. that sounds good for now. Yeah, and we'll yeah. figure it out as we go. I'm um, settling in with Michael Malamud. That's his. That's the name of his podcast. Check it out. He's got a new episode coming out. This one's going out. You know, Tuesday. You could, Day. We're, coming, yeah. we're putting them out on Tuesdays now. Okay, Tuesdays. Cool, man. All right, well, this was fun. This was episode 62 of the Tim Weichselbaum show, and I hope y'all have a good rest of the week. I love you, Tim. I appreciate the love.